Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm going to open another Dr. Pepper. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Tara. This is our first Valentine's Day together, not just as co-hosts, but as friends. As friends. You were a stranger the last time I had a Valentine's Day. And look at us now. It is mind-blowing because we talk to each other, like, all day, every day now. I know. We went from, like, like I guess, like, DMing each other every so often on TikTok to now I, like, FaceTime you 20 hours a week. And now it's turned into Marco Polo all day long. All day, every day. Thank God we discovered Marco Polo. When we were on Marco Polo earlier today, we were both getting ready, and I had, like, a full face of makeup on when I realized that we should have just had a slumber party pj party you know it's interesting i got this pajama set that i'm currently wearing in the mail like an hour before we started recording really and then i was getting ready and i was like wow we really missed an opportunity here to do like a pajama party slumby in our robe which you're in your robe which is so on brand for you with a full beat yeah i feel like this is like the gilmore girly girl look is either like i'm wearing like a full face of makeup with my white brooklyn and robe or i'm wearing my robe with the towel on my head like that's kind of like the two branches of Gilmore Girl because I feel like all these people are my friends like I've worn my like face masks before you know it's just getting on TikTok talk about Gilmore Girls with my pals which I feel like I should say happy Valentine's Day to all of you as well or Palentine's Day if you don't identify as a gal I love that happy Palentine's Day that's that just yeah. covers everything and I just feel like I'm really excited to like have an episode like this where today's our bonus episode it's not our normal Tuesday episode where we get to just kind of like hang out and have like a Gilmore Girls chat. And what better way to do it than to be in a full beat with pajamas on? It's very like 2003 slumber party, you know? like Yeah, like April Nardini's party. Yes, we went into the Stars Hollow Beauty Supply Shop and we got our eyeshadow and we got all of the accessories we needed, but we are also clad in pajamas. And I feel like this is the perfect sort of like episode to have because Valentine's Day is really fun and it feels like you can celebrate your friendships because a lot of people get like sad on Valentine's Day because either they want to be in love or they have lost love and it's just like Valentine's Day is a way to like feel I guess empowered in your friendships but I feel like a lot of the times it can lead you feeling kind of lonely because you see people going to Valentine's Day brunches or having little fun girls nights and you might not have that and it might make you feel lonely but I feel like we've all been there and the thing that always helps me when I'm there is Gilmore Girls because Gilmore Girls was like my best friend when I didn't have a best friend but over the last like almost a year that I've had this account I feel like Gilmore Girls has also brought me a lot of friends so I hope that this episode feels like a Valentine's Day night with me you and Tara just talking about our favorite things from Gilmore Girls our favorite romantic moments our least favorite romantic moments yeah today's episode is going to be all best of worst of you're going to get all of our opinions and we don't know what each other's answers are so we're really excited about that but we're also going to put these questions or prompts rather up on our Instagram story so if you want to go and fill out your own and share it with us what your answers are we would love to see them oh I can't wait to see them I know I feel like I've forgotten so many really good moments from like the prompts that we 
have. Yeah, a lot of this was off the cuff for both of us. I'm excited to see what other people say because I know that there's going to be something that someone says and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I missed that moment. I know. I can't believe I didn't think about that. I feel like that's going to happen also as we share each other's. Like you're going to say oh, one for and sure. be like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yes. And also I won't lie to you. I get really indecisive when it comes to saying like favorites or best of because I love so many moments, especially about this show. So I'm going to be giving a couple of answers to oh, same. best of, worst of, favorite, least favorite. Because I feel like there's a different couple of different genres. Like you can go favorite, like I feel like Rory's storyline versus Lorelai's storyline. They're like a totally. little bit different. So I kind of like differentiate them a little bit. But I feel like for some of them, I can definitely guess your answer. Okay. I feel like I might be able to guess your answer, but you're a little bit of a tougher read than I. I am because really I think so yeah we're both very equal opportunists when it comes to the guys and when it comes to our opinions on the guys so maybe not but I don't know I feel like it's going to be harder for me to guess your answers than it is for you to guess mine I could be wrong I'm excited to see though I know me too let's get into it where do you want to start let's start with favorite episode okay I already told you what mine is I don't even remember don't <laughs> I don't remember oh I do I do okay I do remember but I feel like with favorite episode it could go a bunch of different ways this was always my favorite episode growing up so I think I just maintain that it is my favorite episode but I have a ton of different like comfort episodes that go yeah. along with this so my favorite episode is season three they shoot Gilmore's don't they when they do the dance marathon that is my all-time favorite episode I would watch it over and over and over again when it was on DVD. It's definitely pretty high up there for me. Obviously, what I love most about it is that Dean and Murray break up and and that's the beginning of her and Jess. But I just love the costumes in it. Like, it's so oh, yeah. fun and exciting. And I love all of the different glimpses that you get into different people's relationships as Dance Marathon progresses. And one of my favorite banter scenes is in that episode when they do the runaround. I just think there are so many components to that episode where you just get all of the wit and the charm, but also the drama that encapsulates Gilmore Girls. It's like a classic Gilmore Girls episode. I would say my favorite doesn't necessarily fall into that, what I would feel is like the classic faves because I have two favorites, but I've said for a long time my favorite is season four, episode two, the Lorelai's first day at Yale. Okay. There's no drama in the episode, which is like weird for me because usually I love a little bit of drama. The most drama is like the mattress. I was about to say the highest level of drama is the mattress and the truck. And the truck. And there's no really like boys or like boy drama in it, except for Luke, who's very helpful with the mattress. No, the only time they really talk about boys is when they're rating them when they're rating the delivery guys I think that's great exactly it's fun that's the episode that I always recommend to people who are like going through a breakup or who are having a hard day the episode is not about love in any way it's just about being with your mom being with your best friend who's your mom like starting something new and I just I love that but I think that my like actual favorite episode I feel like a lot of people are either going to be a surprised by if you don't follow me on tiktok or B, you're going to be like, obviously, this girl's favorite episodes is season six, episode 22, Partings. That was going to be my guess. My two guesses when you said that it was going to be two episodes was going to be Partings and You Jump, I Jump Jack. That's why I said that you were going to surprise me. You Jump, I Jump Jack is actually not my favorite episode from season five. Um, but I do mention the episode that I love from season five a little bit later. So I will get into that then. Season six, episode 22, Partings is, I just think it's one of the best episodes ever the way that it's structured the parallels within the episode the parallels to other parts of like the seasons it's just so well written and it makes so many worst of episode lists and I think it's because everything goes to shit for everyone but it's so well done and every scene is just so good 
I love having my heart broken by my favorite characters, honestly. Really? Yeah. All right. I respect that answer. It's not mainstream. But I love it. I love that episode. Both of those answers are very off the beaten path. I love that. Um, least favorite. Anything from season seven. See, I didn't even factor in season seven in this. I will say the one episode I do really like in season seven is Wonderful, It's Marvelous. Logan's not in that episode, so I don't watch it. Interesting. I'll explain. I actually bring it up later in some of my faves, least faves. So I'll talk about why I love that episode. But outside of that, anything from season seven, it's just so cringy to watch. I will say my favorite episode from season seven is Probably in Philadelphia. Yes, I know you love that episode. Because it's like so good with Logan. He flies in on a helicopter. I do really love that. There are sweet moments in season seven. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I rewatched it very recently and I was like, okay, I get it. There are some moments in here that I can get on board with. But for the most part, overall, because we know that we lose Amy and Dan in that season. It's literally just like someone wrote a fan fiction and then produced it and I get to watch it. That's literally (laughs) what it is. What is your least favorite episode? I'm not really sure if they're my least favorite episodes, but I just off the top of my head episodes that I always skip. One of them is Here Comes the Sun, which we talked about in the last episode. And I will also say that I usually skip over Keg Max. Any of the episodes that sort of trail after that? No, you can't skip over Say Goodnight, Gracie, though. I know. Say Goodnight, Gracie. Is when we get Dave Rogowski. Excuse me, Mrs. Kim, I need to speak with you. A few weeks ago, you told me Lane had a crush on me. That episode actually is good because it also starts with Lorelai going, Did you ever know that you're my hero? And I love that scene, but I don't know why once Keg Max comes up on my screen, I always just... I honestly skipped to season four yeah, because it's so disappointing. But Here Comes the Sun is also one of my least favorite episodes. It's just not very good. I also included an episode that I always skip, which is A Messenger, Nothing More from season five, episode one. That's a hard episode to watch. I don't I don't like it. I don't enjoy it either. Big old skip. That's a big old skip for me. Favorite guy. Uh, I mean, obviously my favorite guy is Jess. I love him so much. Yeah. And that's my... <sighs> Is that your, is that not your answer? It is my answer. Jess is my favorite guy. I think whenever we talk about who's your favorite guy, we're always thinking of what team we're on, right? It's always about favorite guy in regards to Rory. I think that that's sort of the blanket undertone of when we ask who your favorite guy is. Okay. You know, hey, you're a Gilmore Girls fan. Okay, what team are you on? Who's your favorite guy? Of course, my my initial knee-jerk reaction is to say Jess, but I want to give a, a better answer. So I'm going to think about it while you tell me yours. That's interesting. I thought you were about to tell me who it was. Um... Well, mine's obviously Logan. But also Dave Rogowski. Well, I'll tell you what I wrote down on this piece of paper under favorite guy. It's Logan, period, duh. And under that, I wrote, but Dave Rogowski as well. As we know, I love Dave Rogowski. I'm a simp for Dave Rogowski, but my favorite guy on Gilmore Girls is Logan. Right. He's my guy. I'm like ride or die guy. That's how I feel about Jess. I love him so much. Jess is pretty high up there for me too, but I could just, like, they could come out with a second revival and Logan could be a murderer and I would still be like, (laughs) I'm going to disregard that. He's my favorite. I hear you. Who's your least favorite guy? Rune. Rune. That wasn't my answer, but come come on. on. Who's your least favorite guy? Max Medina. Whoa. Yeah. Full stop. What? I don't like Max Medina. Really? Yeah. We're going to have to unpack that in an episode. Yeah, I th- I'd say pretty solidly he's my least favorite. I'd rank him higher than Christopher. Okay, I'm not team Christopher, but I definitely rank Christopher higher than Max Medina. Ooh, okay. All right. Do you want to change your answer for your favorite guy? Because you felt predictable. No, just, just I maintain, and I love Dave Rogalski. 
like I want to give an answer like Maury. I want to give like an underdog answer. Like you want to say like Kirk or Taylor, or Richard. Totally. And I would say none of those people, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like I want to give an underdog answer that isn't a team answer, but Jess is my favorite guy. It's And that's fine. I like your answer. Stick with Jess. Stand by your man. Stand by your man. I know you are. If you won't, I will. <laughs> okay. So next was favorite couple. I have a couple written down for this. No pun intended. Oh, I have a couple written down as well. Okay. My favorite couple on this show is Babette and Maury. I love them. They're meant to be. They're just so cute. Cinnamon's Wake is one of my comfort episodes because I just love the love between the two of them. And there's this moment where Babette thinks that Maury's going to leave her because their cat has died. <laughs> Lorelai, you know, comforts her. And then at the end of the episode, you know, when they're sort of having their goodnight moment and Maury just like stands outside with her and says, let's watch, let's look for the Big Dipper and watch the stars. And I think that that's so sweet and kind that's so sweet and i just love how like what a firecracker she is and how laid back he is i just think they are one of the most underrated couples on the show who is your favorite couple mine's rory and logan <laughs> okay all right i love that for you yeah of course my other answer that i wrote down dave and lane I also wrote down Dave and Lane. They were such a great couple, and I'm so mad at the OC for taking him away from us. Because, like, hands down, best boyfriend on Gilmore Girls. Absolutely. No questions asked. So many of these answers that I have, like, I think Dave Rogowski is just the answer to them. Because he just, oh, I just love, I love Dave. And I love how he is with Lane. On that note, least favorite couple. I have another favorite couple. Oh, okay, go for it. This one feels unexpected, but I feel like it's the same way with... Babette and Maury is Liz and TJ. I feel like those two were made for each yeah, other. Yeah, they're really, really cool to watch. Everything I know about Liz, which like we get very little of her, and everything I know about TJ, I just feel like those two are so perfect for each other. And every time that they're on screen, I just love TJ. They're just like made for each other and I love it. I completely agree. You were going to say your least favorite. On the topic of Lane and Dave, my least favorite couple is Lane and Zach. Really? I cannot stand the two of them together. I am happy that Lane is seemingly happy. I cannot stand Zach. Zach also should have been on my list for like my least favorite guy because I thought he was a really solid comedic relief when he was just a member of the band. Like I could get on board with him because he was very entertaining and his banter with Brian was really funny. And then when they made him a love interest for Lane, I was just so just totally turned off by and annoyed by him. Like you can gave us Dave. You gave us Dave and then you give her Zach? Yeah, I know. I completely agree. My least favorite is Asher and Paris. Ooh, okay. I understand that. Yeah, that was a weird pairing. That was, um, no, I didn't like that one at all. Yeah, that was a weird pairing. And I hated the way that she ended things with Jamie. Because not that I totally loved Jamie, nor did I expect her and Jamie to really like end up together but no it was just so slimy the way she did that but i did like her and doyle together i love paris and doyle together they're like perfect for each other i thought they were a really great couple i completely agree the last couple that i will bring up that is my least favorite of course is dean and Lindsay. dean had such an opportunity to move on because Lindsay seemed really sweet she seemed like such a good girl yeah she was seemingly the idea of what he wanted yeah and he threw it away for rory i think that dean is Lindsay all too well like in terms of taylor swift all too well 10 minute version Lindsay listens to that and thinks of dean and she'd be totally right too i hope Lindsay's doing well i hope that she is married to a good man and like has babies and i, I hope, hope that she's learned too. how to really cook a pot roast and i hope someone appreciates the effort that she went to oh i agree with you on that 
Next one is favorite friendship. And I'm going to give you two friendships that I love that I think are two sides of the same coin. Okay. Madeline and Louise and Babette and Miss Patty. I feel like Madeline and Louise are the future Babette and Miss Patty. And I love watching their friendship. Yeah. Okay. I also had Babette and Patty. Yes, they're so fun to watch. I love how they feed off of each other. And I feel like they feed off of each other in the same way that Madeline and Louise do. And I just feel like there's something very different to their friendships that we don't see in like the series regulars like friendships. But if I had to give like my favorite, favorite friendship of one of those women, it would be Rory and Paris. What is your favorite friendship? Babette and Miss Patty was on my list and I think it's because of like what you were saying like you first when you think of friendships you look to Rory and Lorelai's friendships and think of like the people that are around them but I feel like Babette and Miss Patty and I agree with Madeline and Louise is that they like really exhibit like what it's like to have female friends but alternatively my favorite friendship is Rory and Lane. Interesting. Very interesting. Because I really like their friendship in the early seasons, and I kind of feel like Rory's not that great of a friend to her friends. I feel like the friends that Rory has are better friends to her. I agree with that. But I think of the two, I'm I'm a Rory and Lane gal. I would say that I'm a Rory and Lane gal for the first couple seasons, and then I shift over to being a Rory and Paris gal. Another friendship that I feel like is my favorite is Luke and Lorelai. Their friendship, like seasons one through four, Luke and Lorelai, are so much better than five, six, and seven. And even in the revival, like they were such good friends. And I feel like they would infinitely love their friendship more than I ever loved them as a couple. And that is why I think people rooted for them as a couple because their friendship was so strong. And when you see that friendship aligned with chemistry and attraction, you want it to become a relationship. We love a friends to lovers Yes, we do. But... In this instance, I feel like I needed a friends to even better friends. Yes, I hear you. Those are two people I often forget about because I always see them as a couple, not as friends. But for half of the series, they were just friends. Just friends in quotes because he had like major feels. Well, just friends that we rooted for to become a couple. So we always view them as love interests. But you're right. They were they were friends because the longing was there. The pining. The pining was there. Who is your least favorite friendship? Ooh, I actually didn't write that down. Mine is, I feel like, exactly what I said at the beginning I wasn't going to do, which was pick from season seven, because my least favorite friends are Olivia and Lucy. They feel like this weird, random, manic pixie dream friendship that dropped in from a sitcom that we weren't watching, and they got put into this world. They were the bubblegum version of Madeline and Louise. Let's go to favorite friendship moments. So my favorite friendship moments that I wrote down are strictly related to Paris and Rory because that was my favorite friendship that I offered up. My first favorite Paris-Rory friendship moment was in There's the Rub when Dean is screaming at Rory and Paris is like, it's my fault. I did this. I like Jess. I like Jess. I saw him when I came to the diner. I did this. And it's like, we're all, everybody, including the audience is looking around like, what? I love that moment so much that she steps in and saves the day. It pivots them into this friendship where they sort of have each other's backs. And that was the first time Paris really had her back and had her best interest in mind because then Rory invites her to actually have a sleepover. One of my other favorite moments between the two of them, which is Lazy Hazy Crazy Days of Summer, when Rory is helping Paris get ready for her date with Jamie. That was one of my favorite friend moments. Yeah, it's so sweet. And I love the way that Rory is speaking to her about finding someone who really excites you. The only problem was is that she wasn't talking about her boyfriend. She was talking about Jess. 
I do think that Paris becomes like her anchor friend in the rest of the seasons once they go to college. One of my favorites is Girls in Bikinis Boys Do in the Twist in season four when they watch Joseph Campbell and the Power of Myth and they're sitting in the room together and everybody else outside is partying, but all they want to do is eat pizza and watch this boring ass series that no one else wants to watch. I love that so much. I love that. And then my final moment that I will talk about with Paris and Rory, and I know you're not going to like this. I know exactly what you're going to say and it's on my list too. It's in I'm okay, you're okay. It's when she tells Logan off. Yep. That entire monologue is gold and that is the friend that you want on your side when somebody wrongs you not even just a man when somebody wrongs you you want a friend who's gonna look at them and tell them off and I have never seen someone read someone else for filth in the way that Paris did within through the door I love that scene good I love that you love that scene well well if it's New Haven's favorite whorehound And I think it's because, like, I'm that Mm. friend. I will hate the person that you can't hate. Like, if you were, like, so sad about someone, I'll hate that person for you. I'm the person standing at the door telling them to leave. And, like, the thing is, is, like, Logan never would have gotten in the door if I was there. We would have tussled him and I before he came inside. Haley, I did not know this about you. I can't wait to see this side of you come out. And what's even better about that moment is the night before when Paris or when Rory shows up at Paris's apartment it's kind of sad because Paris is like oh you heard that Doyle and I broke up you came to see me because Paris was like so down to just be like you're my friend why did we ever need boys we just eat Chinese food and then Logan shows up and she doesn't know much beyond the fact that like he slept with the bridesmaids that were there if you were to disappear off the face of the planet tomorrow the only person that would miss you is your Porsche dealer like yes get him burn him Paris (laughs) like burn him to the ground yes I feel like um a lot of these moments people will think that I don't like them but I actually really love Rory and Logan are going through like a moment of strife people find it confusing but I love the drama live for it well I think you love it from a narrative perspective as well because you can appreciate the heartbreak and the drama from a writing perspective and that is something I absolutely love about you and why we connected because it's not just about that's why you love partings it's not just about what makes you feel warm and cozy it's about the writing it's about the narrative it's about the direction that these writers take the characters in something I talked about on TikTok recently is like is it good or does it not make you feel good is it bad or does it make you feel bad I love the TikTok where you posed that question because I think that that's a really important question to pose with such an intricately build series as the one that we're talking about here does partings make you feel bad yeah is it so good and delicious yes love it Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, and more. And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love shopping Anthropologies post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to snag the best deals. 
Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tacovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tacovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out. Outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G I L M O R E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Do you have any other friendship moments? Nope. Tell me yours. Lay them on me. I have a couple from varying friendships, but of course I had the Paris and Rory one as well because it's just like, love the girl for that. Love that one so much. I love when Rory helps Lane dye her hair purple. Ultimate friend moment. So good. No questions asked. She's just like, yeah, let's do it. She just does it and then she dyes it back black. Like, that's that to me is like so good early on as well when um i guess rory and dean first start dating it's in the episode double date when lane forces rory to get dean to invite todd to the movie so lane can go on a date with todd that's that's such a good friend moment as well if we 
go back to what you were talking about before about the Paris and Rory when they're in DC and she's getting ready for the date with Jamie to extend upon that moment is that Paris asks Rory if she'll hide in the closet when Jamie gets there because she doesn't want Jamie to see Rory and like Rory more yes yeah so Rory takes her binder and gets in the closet so that Jamie can arrive and it's just Paris there that's like top tier friendship moment for me that's a friend that yeah if you hide in the closet for me we're lifers back to like Luke and Lorelai being friends when he makes her two things that he makes for her it's in forgiveness and stuff in season one and she's sad she can't be at the Gilmore's for Christmas so he makes her Santa burger because then in the next moment she gets the call that her dad is in the hospital and he's like let's go diner's closed we're leaving the Luke and Lorelai friendship moment that I feel like gets confused for like a relationship moment is when he teaches her how to fish because she's going on the fishing trip with Alex who is Charlie Swan, Billy Burke. I don't know why we keep bringing up Twilight. <laughs> We're going to just have to bring that up in every episode now. She's going on a date with another guy. She doesn't know how to go fishing. And she doesn't want to admit that to Alex, it seems. So Luke teaches her how to fish so she can go fishing with another guy. That's just, that's heartbreaking, but that's so sweet. Also, when he builds her the hoopah. I don't know how I feel about Luke. I've never been able to decide how I feel about Luke because I go back and forth because I am such a five, six, seven girly that in seasons five and six, I don't really like Luke. And it's not until I go back and watch the earlier seasons that like I remember Santa Burger and the fishing and the huppa and all of these things that he does because he would rather be in Lorelai's life than like lose her because of feelings that he doesn't see as being reciprocated and it's just so that's when I love Luke when he like overlooks how he feels about the situation to make her feel like a friend yeah and you really see a lot of that in seasons one through four yeah and the hoppa is like definitely one of them which then we see Suki use in her wedding I know I love that What's your least favorite friendship moment? Because I didn't write any down, but I'm curious if you have any. Okay, I have two. There's this episode in season four when Lorelai's being tasked with everything to do at the end, and the only thing that Suki has to do is go and approve the sink, and she's the only one who can do it. And she doesn't show up to do it because she overslept because of the baby, and- and she had insisted yeah. on doing it. She said, I have to be here to approve this. And Lorelai was in the middle of getting her hair done. And when you get there, Suki's like, but you've been doing it. Shouldn't you do this? And I know that that was the point is like, it was supposed to be overwhelming Lorelai, but it just felt so like, like, I know she had a baby, but like the insistence that she was going to be the one to do it. And then to be met with like, oh, Tom could have done that. I hated that so much. That is also one of my least favorite friendship moments. You're totally right. Because otherwise, I really like their friendship. I love their friendship. I love watching it. It's not my favorite, but it is one that I love watching. But my real least favorite friendship moment, which if the show is like framed as mother and daughter who are more like best friends, if we can look at a Lorelai and Rory moment as a friend moment, when Rory goes to New York and misses Lorelai's graduation. That is the real, like, least favorite friend moment. Especially after Rory was the one who sort of insisted that she do a graduation ceremony. Exactly. Lorelai wasn't even into it. She was like, I don't need to do that. And Rory was like, no, you have to. And then she chose to go to New York and see Jess and run the risk. And, like, I know that that was supposed to, like, be framed as, like, a 
Rory has lost her mind over this boy she has a crush on but that was that to me is like my least favorite friend moment because like oh she should have been there if I can off the cuff offer up one of my least favorite friendship moments it's early on in season one love and war and snow Rory is super fixated on her relationship with Dean but I really really disliked the entire dynamic that whole episode where Rory seems to just sort of brush off Lane that is such a horrible feeling when you're a friend and you watch your friend just get completely enveloped in this new relationship and you feel like you don't have a place that really broke my heart Lane and Paris and Lorelai I think were always better friends to Rory let's get into our favorite dates which I like kind of classified as like favorite dates favorite dating moments okay Mine might surprise you. I have two written down. The first one's going to shock everybody, and it's the three-month anniversary date with Dean and Rory. I have that one written down, too. You do? I thought that that was very, very well planned out. As much as that was sort of the beginning of me. That was the impetus of that, yes. Of me talking about Dean and how I thought he was, like, a little toxic in that planning of it i do think the date in and of itself and how he treated her that night up until when he tells her he loves her and she doesn't reciprocate everything before that i thought was actually very well planned out for a 16 year old boy if i was 16 and a boy took me like and like had thought this through so much would have lost my mind like oh my gosh love loved that one loved that date and then my second one that i wrote down also may be a shock to you because it's from season seven and it's the episode it's the date in the episode it's wonderful it's marvelous i really love that date because i love a drive-in movie i feel like this is the first time that we really see christopher like step up which is why you know it's season seven because it's out of character <laughs> it's completely out of character I think it's the first time we really see him step up, not only in his relationship with Lorelai, but in that iteration of his relationship with Lorelai. Yeah. Because they get together at the beginning of season seven, and you're not sure where it's going. And then this is sort of the first date you really see them go on, and he caters it to something that she would really like. The most confusing part of that date, though, is how he kept those ices so cold, and how she didn't smell the popcorn in the car. Every time he pulls that popcorn out, I'm like, the first thing I would have said is, why is your car smell like popcorn? And if anybody's going to snuff out some popcorn, it's Lorelai Gilmore. Gilmore. My other favorite part of that date is that Emily gets arrested and they have to leave to go get her and they're all driving in the convertible. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. That is why season seven only episode that I think I could watch from that. Is that one? Is that one. Yeah. Yep. I love that. What about you? Favorite date? So I feel like my favorite date is kind of like my favorite date moments. Um, I also think that people are going to be surprised by this first one I'm going to say, which is, um, I guess it's not technically a date, but it feels like date vibes, which is when Jess bids on Rory's basket. Sign me up. I love that episode. That is another one of my favorite comfort episodes, a tisket, a tasket. Jess, I love when Taylor's like, this basket goes to the hoodlum in the back. Like. <laughs> What is it? What is the exact words that Jess says is like basket, basket maker, guy who didn't bring enough money. I, I love, love it. And so it's like not episode. technically a date, but it kind of feels like it. No, it's a date. It's sort of their first date. When they're sitting on the bridge, it's sweet. I love I love that one. And he says one of my favorite lines. Dean's an idiot. Exactly. And she goes, Dean never would have fallen for that. And I remember when I was younger being like, oh, wow, that was so smart that she did that. <laughs> Love that one. Another one of mine is 
actually my favorite episode from season five. There's a lot of moments from this one, which are my favorite, which a lot of people think is You Jump, I Jump Jack. And I think that's one of the best episodes. But my favorite episode from season five is Pulp Friction. That's one of my favorites as well. Hands down. It is so good and has two of my favorite like date moments in it. And one of them is when Rory and Logan break into the dining hall to get ice cream. I love that moment so much. I also love that she tries to swipe her card. Yeah, and she leaves the dollar. Um, I'm going to say something really embarrassing about Younger Me, which is that there were so many fan fiction stories written about that moment between Rory and Logan, either the date that they went on before that or like what happens like as that scene ends. I probably read like upwards of like 50 fan fiction stories about that one moment because it's like such a lead in for so many things. What happens after, what happens before, how he got into that scenario it's a very short scene but it feels like a really big scene in my mind because i read so much fan fiction around it in 2007 the other one from that episode is lorelei and luke's first sort of like date back together after they've like been on their weird breakup in season five earlier in the episode um rory and Lorelai goes shopping and that's when they run into Logan, which is like, that's not so great. But she gets the dress when she's out and then Rory and Lorelai are talking on the phone before she goes on the date with Luke. And what she says specifically is she said, is this dress too slutty? And Rory says, no, but the girl wearing it, however. And she says, the house is going through a tunnel. And it's like one of my favorite lines. I also love that she's like, is this too come and get it? And she's like, don't, don't you, you want, want him to come, come and get, get it? it? I love that. That's when you know that they're friends. But my favorite part of that is when Lorelai goes outside and it's like this weird sort of awkward thing of like, oh, I was going to come out. I was going to come get you. And then it really quickly falls back into like her making fun of him because he was listening to reggae. The reggae CD. And she's like, I have news for you, my friend. That was not the same song. <laughs> and I just feel like that date is just like that whole episode feels like. That whole episode is a roller coaster of good dates, interesting dates. Yeah. And it's just it's just very... Pulp Friction is just feels like the perfect title for everything that's going on then. It's a fantastic episode. And what is your least favorite dates? So I think the obvious one that we just have to get out of the way, because I'm sure this is also on your list, is the date, the double date between yep. Lorelai and Rune and Suki and Jackson. That date was so uncomfortable and it was meant to be, but it is it just cracks me up that Rune looks at Lorelai like she could not be more unattractive and i'm looking at rune on the other side of my television screen going what the hell is wrong with you you are where did you crawl out of exactly what hole did you crawl out of rune lorelei is a beautiful goddess oh my god i think that that is one of the more obvious ones to your least favorite rune one of my favorite dates that we didn't mention before, then the subsequent date that Suki and Jackson then have. And Lorelai plays cards at the counter with Luke so that they can have their little date moment. I love that as well. And it's an it was an almost date moment with Luke and Lorelai because he's about to ask her out. And then Mrs. Kim bursts in because Lane is on a double date with Dean and Rory and Todd. Which is also not a date that's going very well with Todd. It was a whole episode of uncomfortable double dates and I love it. But I'd have to say that my least favorite dates on top of that episode, Double Date, we got us a Pippi Virgin. Oh my god. I hate that. Dean and Luke and the Bop It. Ugh. 
horrible. The other date that I was going to bring up that really is just a cringe moment and was meant to be, but it's also paired with seemingly a really good date between Lorelai and Luke friendship date is in The Fundamental Things Apply when Rory goes on that date with a guy who sits next to her. That's also on my list. It is. It's so uncomfortable. She's really awkward. She's really awkward. And we never really see her that way before. She talks about urine mints, but I hated that that man sat next, next to her. her. What would you do? Unless I want to sit next to you and have a very intimate conversation, please sit across from me. It was so weird. Never on a first date. I would... Never on a first date. What a big red flag that was. I don't know what I would do. And we never see that man again. What's interesting to me is something that we like talked about at the end of our last episode that we'll get into more in the next episode. Men, like, fall at Rory Gilmore's feet and stay there. And this guy was, like, so, like, eh, whatever about her. And I loved that. I sort of loved that, too. As awkward as it was, I just loved that. Um, no, that was definitely on mine because I just feel like Rory's so awkward in it. Lorelai brings this up in the episode. She says, you don't know how to date. No. You've never, she hasn't. And then at the end of that episode, she asks that guy out in the oh, laundry yeah. room. And he awkwardly turns her down, even though they clearly had some really good conversation. This didn't, this date never happened, but it's like the worst, but like in the best way, which was when Kirk asked Lorelai on a date. Oh, yeah. That was a date that would have been very awkward and uncomfortable. I think that when Lorelai meets that guy in 8 o'clock at the Oasis at the auction. John Hamm. Yeah, I love that he makes an appearance in the show. And I think that their meeting is so everything Lorelai could possibly want yeah. from meeting a guy. And then their date, from what it sounds like, because we don't actually go on the date with her, sounds like such a dud. And that whole entire episode of her trying to convince Emily to not make her go out on another date with this guy. And then everything that happens with Richard and them trying to yeah. do damage control. Like, that seems like a really messy dating experience. But it's a, it's such a, you're, it's, you're right, it's such a good, like, meet cute for them. Let's do a favorite hug because i feel like this is like kind of like the the exciting ones is like we'll do like favorite hug and favorite kiss but we'll start with favorite hug what's your favorite hug my favorite hug is this is no surprise to anyone if you watch season five um because this is like honestly i think my favorite hug is more my favorite than my favorite kiss is because uh this like this is one of those moments that like, like you get butterflies in your stomach. I get butterflies in all of my organs when this hug happens, when this hug happens, because it's season five, episode 22, a house is not a home. And Rory comes back from her house after having been in jail and Logan's waiting there to like figure out what happened with his dad. And he hugs her in her dorm room. And like, Every single beat of that hug, like the sigh, the like just standing there holding each other, every moment of that is so sweet. I swoon so hard and I hope my next breath is my last. Like it's just like every single moment of that, I'm like, end me every time I watch it. Like even just thinking of it now, I'm like getting giggly about it because it's just so freaking cute. I love I it. I love that. It's my it's by far, and like anytime I watch that, I'm like, how are people not Team Logan? How do you not want to be in that hug right this moment? <laughs> yeah, that is a good hug. I love it. Love the hug. My favorite hug, and I thought this was going to be also an obvious one. I actually thought this was going to be yours. Mine? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be yours because this was the first one that came to mind. Okay. 
it's in the prodigal daughter returns that I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Every time that Lorelai runs out of the house, I'm going to start crying every time she runs out of the house and drops the phone and Rory drops the phone and they hug. Yeah. It gets me every time I cry, every time it happens, it is the best hug. And she's like, I missed you. And she's like, kid, you have no idea. I'm, I'm literally about to start crying. When you said kid, you have no idea. I started crying. (laughs) It's my favorite hug. It's my favorite hug. I will cry every time I see it. Kid, you have no idea is like one of the best lines from the show. That's my favorite hug. That is such a good hug. I still like my hug better. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You can like your hug better. I like, I love that hug though. Yeah. I didn't even remember that That's one. That's so interesting. I thought that was going to be the one you said. Cause as soon as you said, let's talk about our favorite hug. That was the first thing that came to mind. No, mine is totally that Logan hug. I think they're two very different hugs. You know, one is coming from a partner and one is coming from like the reunion of a mother and a daughter. You know, they're just different. Very different hugs. I'd like to be in both of them. Definitely prefer the Logan hug. <laughs> I don't think there's a least favorite hug. I I have a least favorite hug. <laughs> What's your least favorite hug? No, it just came to me. And this makes me cringe every... Is it the Logan hug? Is that what you're going to say? Can you imagine if I was like, it's the one you just described? <laughs> I would like hang up. I would just hang up the phone into the recording. I would say thank you, but our podcast is over. <laughs> would be really upset and you would say i don't care i don't care she hated my hug i want to say that this hug happens in season three a tale of hose and fire at the beginning of the episode lorelei tells luke that rory got into harvard princeton and yale and i believe they're sitting in the diner and luke goes to hug rory he like (laughs) hugs her head do you remember that (laughs) yeah like, he doesn't know how to hug <laughs> Like, he's never hugged like anyone he's before. he's never hugged a person in his life. He's never seen one before. And I remember being like, oh. And if you notice, almost every time that Rory and Luke hug, it's like a side hug. <laughs> they don't know how to be with each other. And that hug, I don't want to say it's my least favorite hug, but it's the most awkward hug I've it's the most awkward ever hug. seen. Yeah. We should have Logan go hug Luke. I feel like that would solve a lot of problems. For reference, Logan guides Luke a lot. Jewelry, gift giving, and now we're going to add hugs to the list. Hug. He's a hug mentor. I love it. (laughs) All right. Our next one is favorite kiss. I would love to know what your favorite kiss is. So I have three. Okay. Two of which are Rory and Logan. One of which I feel is obvious And one of which is like another moment. It's like very similar to the hug. There is this kiss that happens in season six, episode 21, driving Miss Gilmore when Logan is leaving the hospital after his jumping incident, after he um, almost breaks his whole body and dies. Getting out of the hospital and Rory is being like the ever concerned girlfriend, which like we haven't really seen from her like to be this like um, uh, doting almost like this like helicoptery. This is kind of the first time that we've seen her do this for someone outside of Lorelai. And um she's just like nonstop talking and Logan fakes a cough. Like he's saying that he has a sore throat just to get her to come closer to him. And it's all a ploy just to give her a kiss. Even just like 
thinking about that right now. Oh my god, it's like another one of those like let my next breath be my last end me, select I'll delete me. Like seeing that, it's just so sweet. I love it so much. And then my my other favorite is in Bridesmaids Revisited. Rory and Logan are getting ready for separate events. He's getting ready to go to honors rehearsal dinner, and Rory's getting ready to go to that panel at Yale. And she's playing Sonic Youth too loud, and they're kind of just like on different pages, kind of just like talking. And he leaves a little bit in a huff, and then he comes back in, and she says, did you forget something? And he kisses her. I remember that moment. That is a really good moment. Oh, it's just so good. And then when he pulls away, he says, you look amazing. You're going to knock him dead. And then he leaves, and it's just like, oh, that's another one of those moments of just like, that's why I love Rory and Logan together. It's just so good. It's your third. My third might be a little bit controversial. Because it is my favorite Lorelai and Luke kiss. And I think a lot of people's favorite is season four, episode 22, when they have their first kiss. And he says, would you stand still? And they have that kiss. Good moment. Great good moment. Kiss. But the one you're about to share is the one that I wrote down as well. It's my favorite kiss. Yes. Between the two of them. It's not my all-time favorite kiss, but it is my favorite kiss between the two of them. And it, it is better than the one at the end of season four. Yes. So it's at the end of So Good Talk. And Emily comes in and tells him, like, why have you not gone to her? And Lorelai is watching A Star is Born. And Judy Garland is singing The Man That Got Away. And he shows up at the door and they don't say anything. And he just kisses her. And then they close the door. The best. It is so good. Because that first one is like you'd been waiting for it. Super exciting. Every It just felt like the moment. But that one in So Good Talk just feels like... The reason that I like it more than I like the one at the end of season four is because it feels way more organic. In that episode, Raincoats and Recipes, we have been waiting for the two of them to get together. And we know that something's going to happen between the two of them. Yeah. And you know they're going to kiss. It just felt a little too orchestrated for me. Yeah. And this kiss at the end of So Good Talked, so organic because there are no words spoken between the two of them. And I think that's what got in the way for me at the end of season four. The Would you just stand still? And then her saying it, it didn't feel organic. I mean, it felt like in keeping with like Luke talking to Lorelai, like just like, would you just stand still? Would you just stop moving for five seconds so I could kiss you? That feels very in keeping with their relationship. It's when she says it. But like, even when he said it, I just, it feels, I don't know. It's a good moment. I like it. It is. But that the man that got away is playing and uh, oh, be still my beating heart. I wrote that one down too. The man didn't get away. Um, he's arrived. eventually he does he does get away eventually he comes back but <laughs> oh that moment that's so those are my top three so mine are in a similar in a similar vein to yours my alternate to a jess and rory kiss moment which i have too was that moment in so good talk between luke and lorelei but i love that we're on the same page about that oh totally my all-time favorite kiss and this Once again, this has been my favorite kiss since I was a kid because I exhausted season two. When I say that I burned out those DVDs because I loved that season so much, and it was really outside of season one, it was the only season that I had, especially with Jess, and I loved Jess. I would watch it over and over and over again. 
the kiss between Rory and Jess at the end of season two at Suki's wedding. That to me, it doesn't get better than that. Only time that it is a close second is in season three, Let the Games Begin, at the end of the episode after they've come back from Yale and that whole catastrophe happens with Richard and they go into the diner. Yeah. And he says he's going to go to Gypsies to get something for his car. And Rory says she's going to go home and studies. And yes, when Luke says that he gave Jess like the talk about Rory and she's like, well, they're together now. And you see the two of them at Gypsies. That kiss is like fireworks. So good. And you can also tell that that was a kiss that had a lot of natural and organic chemistry behind it because of Alexis and Milo as people but that kiss is so good i only rank the other one higher because it has Haley. when i tell you that i would lay awake at like three in the morning 13 year old tara would be awake at three in the morning i had school the next day and i had a portable dvd player in bed with me and i would rewind that scene and watch the scene between the two of them at suki's wedding over and over and over again until I fell asleep. I am not exaggerating. You are literally describing me with that Logan scene in season six. It's just so good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Do we want to do least favorite kiss? Mine's not really a least favorite kiss that was necessarily shared between two people. Yeah. You'll have to refresh my memory because you know season six way better than I do. I know which moment you're about to say. So at the end of, I believe it's at the end of Bridesmaids Revisited. Brie is at this yep. bar. She runs into Doyle. She offers him her coat because Paris has just broken up him, right? Yeah. And they hug. They're both wasted. Then Doyle like nuzzles her and I think kisses her neck. That to me was so cringy. So I guess if I had a least favorite. Can we say that's the worst hug? That might also be the my least favorite hug. Least favorite hug, least favorite kiss is Doyle nuzzling Rory Gilmore's neck. Yeah, it's a combo most romantic line i have quite a few literally the top of this list of most romantic lines i wrote dave rogowski like we're just we're gonna have to in our full episode on dave rogowski really just deep dive into that because there's so just so many he has that i just like so good the one that i wrote down for dave is i really really want to take your daughter to the prom what i love about the delivery of that line is that he goes and i really really want to take your daughter to the prom literally the whole speech when he says i don't mind wearing a tie i enjoy playing those hymns on my guitar and i really really want to take your daughter to the prom like adam brody that's what prompts reading the bible in one night but like it's that whole monologue that he has before that i don't drink coffee i hate soda because the carbonation freaks me out like it just ugh. The whole, the whole moment I love so much. Similarly, when he leaves that moment and him and Lane kiss outside of uh, her house and she says, I'm so writing him a song tonight. Like, oh, I love that. I love that so much. That's, that's one of my favorite Lane lines. 
Um, which another one of my favorite lane lines, which is another Dave and Lane line, or another Dave and Lane moment, which is when they first meet and he's telling her about like the audio that he has and she says, Don't apologize, I love you and she goes on and says for being that way. But it just like oh like that the that oh I just love I love that interaction between the two of them. This is like my ultimate like like top five favorite lines, but this like in terms of like which I feel like no one's gonna be surprised about based on the other things that I've said. But when Logan in season six, episode twenty two partings, and they're saying goodbye, when Logan says to Rory, If you come with me, I won't get on the plane, that to that is one of my I can't even speak anymore. That's just Yeah. That's it for me. Like the way that he delivers that. Whenever I watch that episode, that line like punches me in the stomach. He knows that she wants to go with him to the airport. If she goes, he's not going to get on the plane because he loves her so much that he's going to, it's going to be too much for him and he's not going to be able to get on the plane. That, that to me is just like, that's the, that's the moment. And that is honestly why season seven was such a letdown because they gave us, if you come with me, I won't get on the plane. And then we got whatever season seven was with Rory and Logan. And it just completely fell off. But that that to me is just as my favorite. You know, there's like so many good moments because like in you jump, I jump jack. We got your choice ace. Such a good line. Or after they jump, he says you did good ace. Love that. But if you come with me, I won't get on the plane. I will say I think that Logan is probably the main character in regards to delivering the most romantic lines on the show. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. He's got that narrative in him to be very romantic. Yeah, which some people don't like. Sure, but I'm trying to think back, especially in regards to Rory's boyfriends and people who have said romantic things to her. And Dean was young, Jess was young. Logan was a little more sophisticated, a little older. He had the the charm. I love that about him. So I feel like he was the the character that gave us the most romantic content. Yeah, I mean, I am trying to think of like other because I feel like I am all in is supposed to be a really romantic line from Luke and I really like it. I will say I really like that line from Luke. I love the sentiment, but like everything he does after that moment, he's not all Mm -hmm. in. And we have way more to say on that. So I would like to get into the sexiest moments. Okay, I love it. I have two sexiest moments and I have two that I think are the worst quote-unquote sexiest moments do you mean to start with the least or the best hmm a tricky question start with the least okay so i'll say from season seven but we get this shirtless scene with logan in this storyline of them sexting rory and logan because they're long distance and she's on her little sidekick phone and he calls she calls him and it's like four o'clock in the morning where he is in london and it is the most boring storyline it is so boring you talked about sexting and then you're not gonna give us like any sex appeal along with it not any like it almost wasn't even like worth it to have matt zuri like sit in bed shirtless like that yeah if you were not gonna give us anything and like this show i would say is not a particularly spicy show they have sex and they like allude but like that's not 
not really like a sexy show, I would say. But like, I've just never seen a storyline about sexting or that something that's supposed to be sexy be so lacking spice and sex appeal. Like, why put it in there at all? It was just so, and I know that it was like to juxtapose the fact that like Lane just found out that she was pregnant. So like, here, let's have Rory be sexting long distance with her boyfriend. And they gave us nothing. They didn't give us, they didn't feed us anything. And it just, I hated that. I hated that so much. Um, My actual least favorite sexy, sexiest moment, if you will, probably really obvious, but it's when Rory and Dean are laying in bed together and Rory turns on Candyman. The Candyman. And that's their song. Listen, I understand that they wanted it to be sort of like cutesy and it was funny where she was like, who can take a sunrise? And she was like bobbing along with it. It's so awkward though when she starts moving her shoulders and I just like, she starts singing and every time it happens, I'm oh, like, stop. I haven't watched it in years because it's just so awkward. And Yeah, that whole entire moment is awkward. I know it's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be a sexy moment, but like, it starts out seemingly romantic and intimate, and then it yeah. evolves into, you know, funny sarcasm, haha, and that's what the show is. But yeah, a little cringe. I agree. It's so weird. I hate it. Very cringe. Very, very cringe. So the alternative to that, we'll say that Rory Gilmore had no growth, but that's the beginning of season five. Then when we get to Jews and Chinese food and Logan climbs in through Rory's window he's like gonna I guess like leave or something and she starts taking off his coat and says I thought you said a proper good night Rory had a little bit of growth there from Candyman to like like smooth talking Logan when he climbed in her window like that was cute that was hot loved that there was also a moment afterwards, and I don't know if this was like a true play on words, but do you remember when he was like, are you sure? Because if you think yes. that climbing through that window was hard, and I was like, obviously as a child, I did not understand what was being said there, but as a grown adult, I'm like, hey. Okay. So I feel like that's kind of where TikTok is really funny for me because so many of the things that I think have been like so ingrained in my mind from when I watched it when I was 15, and I did not really, I didn't understand that at all. And so I never... Not, I never once thought about it. And it wasn't until I posted it on my TikTok that people were like, oh, that's a play on words of like, like if you think climbing in the window is hard. And I was like, how? Like I had to have someone explain it to me, a 29 year old woman, <laughs> why that was a play on words. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen that. Well, this is the same woman who recognized the play on words about length. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, because I was like, yeah, because climbing out of the window would have been even harder, right? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, but no, I love that whole moment because like he very much waits like and asks her for consent in this I moment, um, which is very hot. Consent is hot. Um, the other sexiest moment, which like, I don't know if it's meant to be sexy, but when Luke is standing, Lorelai comes up to Luke's apartment above the diner and knocks on the door and Luke comes out in his sweatpants. Looks so hot in that moment. Comes out in the sweatpants and he puts his arm up on the door frame. I'm like, okay, Luke. Oh my God. Like what? That's yeah. hot. No, I agree hot. with you. Wait, but we have to go back. That's, that's another line that's great. Luke can waltz. Yeah. And waltz. Great line. Love that. Oh, but, but the, the sweatpants. Luke's sweatpants era should have been longer. Can I tell you my instant you said sexiest moments, the first thing that came to my mind? Yes. Do you know what it is? No. Okay. But I want you to tell me. Eight o'clock at the Oasis, Rory goes to water Dwight's lawn and the sprinklers go off. Oh my God. She is running through the streets and who comes to save her? 
but one Jess Mariano. Jess Mariano. <laughs> and when that turns off the sprinklers and the camera goes back to him. It makes not a lick of sense why he should be that wet. No, but he is, and thank God. That, to me, is the sexiest moment. He is just... What a beautiful man, just dripping. Head to toe. Dripping wet. You can see every oh. nook and cranny of his abdomen and i am that was when i really fell in love with him and then he turns it back oh. on so that because dean's coming and she know he knows that if he's there when dean gets there that dean will be mad at rory so he's gonna dip and he oh. does it so casually and then he looks at her and he walks away yes that man what does he say school's good yeah he's like school's good still doing the harvard thing what a good jess moment what a good jess moment that's my sexiest moment yeah Okay, that was good. <laughs> Thank was you. Good one. Great, great. Because when you said you didn't know what your least favorite was, that you thought of your favorite first, and I was like, possibly could she have thought of instantly? I can't believe I did not think of that one. That was the first thing that came to mind was just the image of him sopping wet from head to toe. No, the first one that came to my mind was worry in Dean's bed, and then the second one was Luke yeah, and <laughs> love that. Okay, so this next one is just all-encompassing most romantic moments. One of my favorite romantic moments is actually when Luke builds Lorelai the ice skating rink because he wants to salvage her relationship with Snow. I love that moment. Something that he like finds to be utterly crazy that like she loves Snow so much, but it just shows that like he really cares about her and the things that she cares about. Doesn't he say something along the lines of like, I'm angry and grumpy, but I don't want yeah. you to be that way. Like, oh my God, why am I crying saying that? <laughs> It's, it's just so, so sweet. sweet. I, I love, love that moment. That's one of it's my so favorite good. romantic moments. Of course, we have to pull it back to Dave Rogowski reading the Bible for Elaine Kim in one night so that he could take her on a date. I mean, classic. Does it get any I don't think so. I just, I don't think it does. But I think that the big thing is a lot of people really love like moments like You Jump, I Jump Jack. And while I love... You Jump, I Jump, Jack. I feel like the thing that I love about Gilmore Girls in terms of romance and the romantic moments, it's that moment in the hospital when he's like, when Logan says, thank you for being the person I want to get out of the hospital for. That's where it's like, feels like this is something like attainable romance. Like if you just met the right person, this could happen for you, which is something that I would say is like very, just like very Gilmore Girls-esque of them. We have to say, which I think is one of my favorite moments in the whole show is season four, episode 21, last week's fights, this week tights at Liz and TJ's wedding when Lorelai and Luke dance to Reflecting Light. It's so beautiful the way that he kind of just like watches her the whole time and she can't quite make eye contact with him and just is kind of like she's being a little bit like Lorelai awkward. They're just like by the end of it, she's like settled into it and it's just so sweet. And then of course, they bring that back in the revival and for their wedding. Oh, I know. I cry the entire time. From that point on, it's just tears, tears and tears and tears. It's so good. That feels like a really big moment, but like it's, they're just dancing in the streets of Stars Hollow and it feels to me much bigger than Rory and Logan jumping off the scaffolding. It's just, that's like the moment. So the last thing I want to do is not a favorite, but it's something that I've been doing on my TikTok lately. It's a play on Fuck, Mary Kill, which is Kiss fuck Mary unalive which I say unalive because there's like a 50-50 chance if you say kill on TikTok the community guidelines will take your post down oh yeah so if I have a ton of people commenting kill on my post it has been taken down in the past so kiss fuck Mary unalive which I'm also going to put up on our Instagram stories so that if you guys want to go do kfmu you can do this as well 
So the first one that I did was actually Logan, Dean, Jess, and Tristan. Okay. Let's hear your answer. Okay, to go in sequential order, even though we know what my last one is going to be. Yeah, we do. We know. I would kiss Tristan, fuck Logan, marry Jess Mariano, and obviously on a live Dean. Bye, Dean. We knew it. Bye, Dean. We knew he was going. Wait, okay, so let's back up. We knew that you were going to marry Jess, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's that hesitancy? I think that had the revival not happened, I would have considered marrying Logan. Really? You would be Mrs. Huntsberger? There's just something about, and we have more to say on this, the fact that in the revival, he's cheating on his fiance. I, I think that that would be a big deal breaker for me, and I'd always be nervous knowing that he's cheated before that right. he could cheat again. I will say, I like your consistency. I like that because of the revival, that's why you would marry Jess, but because of the revival, that's why you wouldn't marry Logan. Is there like a reason, the differentiation between Tristan and Logan, or was that just like a toss-up? It was a total toss-up, but I also think that it's because I have a soft spot in my heart for Logan. Yeah. So I'd want to do more than kiss him. You want to figure out how long that book is. (laughs) I do. I really do. We never found out. I also feel like we don't know Tristan after season two. He's still a kid. So as a 30-year-old woman, I'm like, well, the most I do is kiss you because the rest would be illegal. That's fair. I feel like obviously I could have a good idea because he goes on to become Lucas Scott. Lucas Scott in One Tree Hill and the things I would do to Lucas Scott. But I still pick Logan. In the same way that like you're kind of marrying Jack Pearson when you marry Jess. From This Is Us. Yeah. 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 Which what what a a score. score. I will say I don't remember what I put on TikTok, but I do have an answer for it. Obviously Unalive Dean. There was a little bit of a hesitancy. Like I was maybe gonna unalive Jess. (gasps) Oh yeah. Isn't that weird? I I went back and forth on that. Why? Tell me more. I kind of just want to see if Dean's a good kisser. But why did you pick Jess on Alive? Why not Tristan? Okay, so I would definitely marry Logan. Of course you would. Of course. Totally marry Logan. I would fuck Tristan. Okay. A caveat to what you said. After he, like, leaves high school. (laughs) (laughs) When it's legal. Yes, the implication is there. And then when it comes to Jess and Dean, I really had to put some thought into whether or not I was going to kiss Dean or Jess. But ultimately, I'm going to kiss Jess. I'm going to kiss Jess at Gypsies. Heck yeah. Ooh, right outside at the gas station. Yeah, probably after I've killed Dean and murdered him at Gypsies. (laughs) Put him in the garbage bags that Jess uses later in a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving to take the trash out. Very interesting. But of course, it's going to be Logan. Because as we know, I don't subscribe to anything from the revival in terms of my opinion on the show. I know you don't. Because a lot of people ask me why I'm Team Logan after the revival. I'm like, because you could just not watch it and it doesn't affect it. (laughs) You don't have to see it. And then everything's fine. (laughs) Just stop it. If you come with me, I won't get on the plane. And it's great. And then all is well. Can I pose that question to you of the other men? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to get really deep. Okay. Okay. Luke, Max Medina, Kirk, and Taylor. Okay. So it's Luke, Max Medina, Kirk, and Taylor. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to kill Max Medina. Wow. Okay. Oh God. And now my other options. Okay. I just killed Max Medina, and I just really gave myself some slim pickings. You know what? I'm going to say, I kind of want to be Mrs. Town Selectman. I think I'm going to marry Taylor and be Mrs. Stars Hollow, right? Okay. You know, 
He's into real estate. All right. You could be the ice cream queen. I could be the ice cream queen. I could be Taylor's ice cream queen that he always wanted. This is unexpected for me as well, everyone. I This is just all coming to me at the, in this moment. I would kiss Kirk. You know, just the, just a little kiss with Kirk. Kissing Kirk at Gypsies. Yeah, same effect as Jess. Give him a kiss after he performs Fiddler on the Roof, you know, congrats. Oh, yeah. And then I would fuck Luke. You know, he has the sweatpants on. Arm on the doorframe. Arm on the doorframe. You know, he doesn't like champagne, but like, we'll see what else he likes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> oh, and you. My answer is almost exactly the same as yours. I would just switch. I would marry Max Medina and unalive Taylor. Oh, I guess that makes sense. You would marry Max Medina. I would. I feel like he would be a good husband and like I could totally sleep with him, but he's not someone I would like be in love with for the rest of my life. I guess that means that Taylor and I are having kids. That's what I'm saying. I want to be Mrs. Town Selectman. I have political ambitions in Stars Hollow. <laughs> and she will pay the uh, price. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Dosey. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, let me think of yours. Okay. Richard, TJ, Tom, Tom the contractor. Okay. And Marty. Ooh, okay. So it's Richard, TJ, Tom the contractor, and Marty. This is a really tough one. Because the thing is, I'm the same way as you when it comes to season seven. Like, I liked Marty. I, I liked him when he was friends with Rory. I did think he was a little needy, a little desperate, a little pick me. But I liked him. Okay. I would kiss Tom the contractor. I would fuck TJ because I feel like he <laughs> just would be like a fun time in the sack. Like, he'd be a good time. And then he'd go like draw on his Etch-A-Sketch when he's done. <laughs> He would draw you on his Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> Instead of, like, draw me, like, one of your French girls, it would be, like, Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. <laughs> and TJ would be, instead of the charcoal and the canvas, it would be an Etch-A-Sketch and me. Etch-A-Sketch me like one of your French girls? <laughs> Not that. Oh, it's so good. I would marry Richard. Of course. And I guess I would unalive Marty only because of what happens in season seven. I just think he's such a jerk. I mean, I don't even judge him for that. I just don't feel like he would be very nice to kiss. I feel like he would be kind of awkward to sleep with, you know? Yeah. And then as a partner. I just don't see us working together. No. I agree. So those are my answers. All right. We're going to do one more because I, I'm having so much fun. Okay. Colin. Okay. Bo Jackson's cousin. Okay. Christopher and Asher Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like Asher Fleming's going to die himself. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to have to unalive him. <laughs> Like, Asher's going to be gone before I even get a chance to assess it. Really? He died. Sorry, Asher, but like... Oh, man. R.I.P. Asher. But yeah, that's like no-brainer. Bye, Asher. And then we had Colin, Bo Bell. Damn it. Now I have to do something with Bo Belleville. You do. But I was not going to do anything with Asher. This is a tough one. I think I'm just going to have to kiss Bo Belleville. Yeah, you're just going to have to suck it up and kiss him, and then you're going to have to wash your mouth out with antiseptic mouthwash and probably get a few shots. A couple of shots. I feel like it's going to be really wet for some reason. And when I say shots, I don't just mean alcohol. I mean, like, injectable shots. Like, go to a doctor immediately. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm going to marry Colin. You know? Like, okay. he, was, he seems like a bit of an asshole, but, like, I'm not going to marry Chris. I would fuck Chris, but, like, I just... Yeah. Chris would be a good time. Yeah. I just would so much... I think I'd so much rather marry Colin than marry Chris. All right. I 
respect that. Chris has a lot to handle, as we see throughout the entire series. Yeah, I will say we don't see that much from Colin. We don't know as much about Colin. Maybe he's just as hard to handle. But I do know that there's a lot that I don't like about Chris. The fact that he immediately gets close to Lorelai and I can't get started. And then the moment that someone else calls upon him, he's like, I have to go be there for this other person. I just can't live through a whole marriage of that. Yeah. And we sort of spoke to that in the last episode, that Chris is really absent, not just in Lorelai's life, but also worries. And I feel like that doesn't just inform the way that Lorelai operates in her relationships, but also the way that Rory operates in her relationships. As we said in the last episode, she's not really a great partner. And as we said in this episode, all these guys are like falling at her feet. Yeah. Why? Why? Thanks so much for tuning in for a special bonus Galentine's Day episode. We're so glad that you chose to spend your Galentine's Day with the two of us. And we would love to hear your answers to these questions. So head on over to our Instagram stories. We are at Gilmore to Say Podcast and fill them out for yourself. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routes mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.